This podcast was created for women who want to grow their confidence and make themselves a priority so they can get their life back. I'm Janelle and this is the Girls Get Confident podcast. Welcome to the show. Hey beautiful and welcome back to episode 17 of the Girls Get Confident podcast. I am so excited to have you here today listening to this episode. If you're new here, hello, my name is Janelle Hosking. I am loving creating and delivering this podcast for you. Now, what I'm also loving is when you get in touch with me and you let me know what you think of the episodes and if you have any questions or any further context that you would like from anything that you've heard so far. So if that is you, if you do have any questions, you can find me on Instagram, girlsget underscore HQ, DM me there, or you can also email me at hey, which is H-E-Y, at johnlhosking.com. I'm going to put that email address down in the description below as well, so you can get in touch with me. And that is exactly what this week's episode is about, because we have had one of you amazing ladies listening at home get in touch with me and ask a question based on last week's episode, which was with Bridget from Trusting Vulnerability. Now, this message uh, was asking about tools to go deeper into some of the ways in which how you can actually communicate with others and I think that this is huge and I'm so glad that this question was asked because you know usually with a podcast you might you know you talk through things but you don't really get into the how but if you're going to ask me the how I'm absolutely going to do my best to answer that question for you. So um, that is what we're going to be covering in this week's episode and I wanted to start off with a little disclaimer and this disclaimer is because think back to when you were a young girl. You, like me, may not have been taught how to communicate properly. As women, we're usually taught to be quiet, to be seen, to not be heard and to essentially hide or cover up when we are not feeling happy. To be fair, it's not even just hiding up when we're not happy. It's it's covering up any feelings, you know, um, and just pretending that we're happy. Now, I'm very grateful that over the past 10 or 20 years or so, people have begun to notice that this is an issue and, you know, that it's not healthy to not be happy or fulfilled in relationships or areas of our lives. And as the coaching industry has grown, people have began a journey of learning how to decipher who they are and exactly what they want from life. And with that, there comes the part of needing to articulate your wants and your needs to others. So this is where you really need to be able to communicate effectively, right? And when we think back to the example of being children, we learn everything from our childhoods, everything that we see, everything that goes on around us, we absorb it. And that then becomes how we step into life and has and how we uh, think, feel and act as adults. And that's great. But also sometimes it's not so great, especially if we have seen, you know, not the best ways of communicating. Um, For a lot of us, it's parents who might argue or it's parents who are not happy, but they don't argue and instead they just um, retreat and are nowhere to be seen emotionally. And that's not very healthy, right? And we obviously don't want to be going through repeating those patterns to our children and throughout our our lives. So it's something that's really good to actually look at within yourself. In relationships, 
are hard. I feel like I have to say this all the time to people that I talk to because it's like we forget. We just think that we are born to find a person to get together, to get married, to buy a house, to have children. But it is not that easy and it's not simple. There is so there are so many dynamics in regards to relationships and different personalities. It is not easy. I believe that relationships are our biggest teacher. They teach us about ourselves and where we need to learn and we need to grow. And this is, you know, uh, romantic relationships, but it's also relationships with our friends, our family, our co-workers. Every single interaction you have with another person is an opportunity for you to learn and to grow. So tip one for you in this week's episode is to think of the concept that everything in your life is a mirror of you and that other people are merely mirrors of you. So what I mean by that is that you cannot love or hate something about another person unless it reflects to you something that you love or hate about yourself. For instance, sometimes when I meet a woman who is very strong and determined in, you know, what she wants or what she's saying particularly, I can find myself getting really barred up about that. And what I notice is that I am also a very strong person, but sometimes I shy away from that. And so when I see a woman in her strength showing up exactly as she is and owning that in herself, I noticed this is really recently, by the way, I noticed that it kind of triggered me in a way. And when I got off the phone call to this woman, I was thinking, my goodness, she's so full on. She's so intense. And then I realized, well, she is a mirror of me. And what I'm seeing here is that she is owning that power in herself. And I actually love that. That is so cool that she just shows up and she's strong and, you know, kind of boisterous in a way, but that is just her. And she doesn't feel the need to hide or to shy away from that. Whereas with myself, I step in and out of that power and that, um, you know, that strength. And so when it initially, when I initially felt a little bit triggered by her, And then I took the second to think, okay, well, how is she being a mirror for me? I was then able to see, actually, there's no problem with her. What I'm noticing here is it's pointing out for me where I am not fully stepping into my power and where I sometimes shy back and hide away. So, you know, that example there alone, and I'm someone who's been doing personal growth for coming up 10 years now, there is always a lesson um, and an opportunity to learn and grow more within yourself and every interaction you have with another person. So that mirror concept is something really simple to think about. The next time you are feeling, um, say, triggered or just any form of angst about anything towards a person, ask yourself, what is this trying to show me? How is this a mirror to me? Okay, so I've got an example here. You've got a person in your house that sleeps in every single day and they don't get up until 11 a.m. This makes you angry. But why does it make you angry? Does it make you angry because you're jealous that you can't sleep in too because you're too busy and you've got too much on your plate? Or is it because you wish that your body would let you sleep in but for some reason you can't help but wake up at, you know, 5:30 a.m. even when you don't set an alarm? 
There will be something to uncover about yourself and everything that you do or that you don't like about another person or the things that that person does or doesn't do. So just remind yourself that every encounter with another person is an opportunity to learn more about yourself and think of that interaction, think of that person in front of you as a mirror of yourself. One of my all-time favorite like absolute favorite tools to use is one that I learned from Melissa Ambrosini. She's based in Australia. It is called Crystal Clear Communication. Now, this tool is when you use your heart to guide you and to guide the conversation that you're having instead of speaking from your head. Because when you speak from your heart, it makes it a lot easier to connect with others and to get to the bottom of any conflict or discomfort. And it also means that you will be open and you will be honest to the best of your ability. You're not going to um, retreat or, you know, get defensive. We definitely want to try to stop getting defensive. Obviously, no one's perfect. I definitely still get defensive now, but it is something I'm aware of and that I'm trying my best to get better at. The tool of crystal clear communication really helps that. And I just want to preface that this isn't about getting what you want. And communication can never be about you getting what you want. It needs to be about you expressing how you feel and how something that someone did or didn't do made you feel. That's all it can be about. We need to stop blaming others. We need to stop having these thoughts in our heads and letting things um, snowball really, really big and to the point where we just explode that is not okay and actually what we find there is that we end up just blaming them and can you remember a time when somebody has come to you and they have just been angry and just blamed you and you know been like a blimmin' fireball you get defensive that is not going to get anyone in a place to resolve any form of conflict okay you need to try and stay open and that is what this tool of crystal clear communication does so an example of using crystal clear communication, this, I guess in this area, you know, I said about this episode, I'm going to try and talk to you about the how, but the main thing here, it's not easy. Communication is hard. We haven't been taught how to do this. Relationships are hard. Connections are hard. It, it's all hard. Okay. Because we're dealing with people who are not just like us. We're all different. And that is difficult. That takes learning and adjusting. And the third thing is that communication is an opportunity for you to get vulnerable. You have to let your guard down. You have to be willing to be seen, to be heard, and you have to be willing to not have it end how you want it to. And that's why I'm saying here that the point of communication should not be to get what you want. It needs to be for you to express how you feel or how something has made you felt so that that then can be met and hopefully you can work on it and it doesn't happen again, okay? You can't just say, you did this and you need to stop doing that because a person's got no context and they're probably just going to get riled up, you know, because they didn't think it was an issue. Whereas if you go to a person in an open forum, you know, where your heart's open and you're trying to openly communicate with them and you say, hey, when you did this the other day, it really made me feel small. It really made me feel like I wasn't important to you. 
and I know that I am important to you but that is just how it made me feel and I would really like it if we could work on a way where that doesn't happen again so that I don't feel that way you know something like that but I do have a more specific example for you so one of my relationships in my early 20s was a really big teacher for me I was with a guy who was in the army Um, at the time I think he might have been in the army for three or four years and my memory of this is that he was taught to essentially man up you know to not communicate to keep everything bottled inside of him and instead of talking with me if ever we had a small disagreement he would literally shut down and he wouldn't talk to me or acknowledge me for days and sometimes it was even a week and this was around the time that I found the crystal clear communication tool and I used it on him I made time to have a talk with him and I just had to get really open and really vulnerable to share with him and I let him know that when we had disagreements and the answer for him was to run away to ignore me to pretend that I didn't exist and pretend that we weren't together when that happened I felt like I was abandoned and I felt like it stirred up all of these emotions in me from when I was a child it made me feel like I wasn't good enough and that I was in the wrong even though I knew that the argument was over something that didn't even matter I'm dead serious here we were literally like I'm pretty sure we were were coming home from the movies and the argument started because we had some snacks left over and we were arguing over who got to take them home because we didn't live together and how that situation ended is he literally dropped me off at my house usually he would have came in and stayed but he dropped me off at my house and he left and we didn't talk um for about a week And it was awful and it was really, really hurtful. But, you know, you can't hold on to the fact that you had this argument. You can't hold on to the fact that you didn't talk for a week. You've just got to try and communicate how that made you feel, okay? So by learning the crystal clear communication tool, any time I tried to talk to him and he would get angry and leave. But this time, he actually started to hear me. Because for once, I wasn't trying to carry on the argument and I wasn't trying to prove that I was right. I was simply letting him know how I felt in this situation. And from there, what it also did is it opened a channel for him to be able to say how he felt too, which bear in mind, I already said before, he would, in the army career, they were taught to just shut up and to not communicate. So this was really hard for him. But what can happen is as you start to show up, this is where the mirror example comes in, as you start to show up and you're vulnerable and you're just there to share your truth, you're not there to get what you want out of the situation, you know, they then can let their guards down too and have more of an opportunity to do the same back to you. That is the mirror concept in action. It works both ways. So if you can get to a place in your relationships or your friendships where you're communicating to share how you feel rather than to argue, this is huge. And I know you might be thinking, but I don't, I don't want to argue. It doesn't have to be a big full born, you know, he said, she said, 
raised voices and stuff but by argument I just mean you're trying to prove that you are right and what you are saying is right and you're putting the blame game onto the other person just like I've said before throughout this episode communication is not easy and this practice of crystal clear communication is not easy as well but it is worth it can you imagine how much better you will feel if you get to a place in your life where when you feel discomfort or you feel hurt or saddened by something somebody did or didn't do you have a tool that allows you to drop in and openly communicate and share with that person how something made you feel and that is it I literally use this um, tool all the time and I actually used it this week so um, I was going to Tauranga for a woman's circle and my partner and I are currently sharing one car, which is not ideal. Um, one of our cars broke down and we haven't been able to fix it at the moment. So um, yeah, we're just sharing one car and he had been in town working that day and I needed the car by, um, let's say I, I wanted the car at 3.45 so that I could pack it and then I could have a few minutes to share with you know him and, and see how his day was before I had to leave at 4 p.m. And um, he was late. So um, he showed up at 4 p.m., which is great. You know, it didn't mean that I was super late, but what it meant is that I just had to rush to pack the car and then leave straight away. And so I found myself quite frustrated. And how I felt is I felt like my need for um leaving and um you know being on time wasn't being respected and it wasn't being met but because of the I guess the personal growth journey that I've been on I instantly knew that it was a mistake and that he had misheard me or hadn't heard when I said can you please be home at 3:45." I knew that that's what it was but because it still made me feel not that great I I wanted to communicate it with him and so I practiced crystal clear communication I said hey um, I've already come to the realization that you kind of heard me this morning but I just wanted to share that I was really hoping you would be home at 345 so then I could pack the car and I could have time to chat with you a little bit about your day before I had to leave at 4 p.m. And it made me feel really frustrated and like you didn't care or respect that I have important things to do and that I wanted to leave on time when you weren't here. And that is it. I didn't try to make an argument out of it by saying, why were you late? Why are you not on time? Blah, blah, blah. I just shared how I felt because he was late. Can you kind of see the difference there? Instead of leaving my house angry and in the middle of an argument that hadn't been resolved yet, I just said my piece of how I felt in that moment and he heard it and apologized and literally what I said, he hadn't heard me say 3.45. He knew that I needed to leave at 4 and so being home at 4 was what he did, you know? But we were able then to get on the same page about it. And so I know next time to double check that the time I've requested to leave is met, you know, and that that is heard and understood. So that is one way um, recently that I've used crystal clear communication. Another way that you could use it is with your housemates. You know, if you have multiple people living together, 
And you're the one left to do the chores all the time. You know, you feel like, why is it always me? I have to vacuum, I have to clean, I have to do everything. You can automatically hear the energetic charge there. That sounds negative and that sounds like someone's going to start an argument. But what you can do in this situation is you can use crystal clear communication. I would use this in a one-to-one capacity. I probably wouldn't sit down and have a flat meeting about it, but it's up to you. So you could say something like, hey, I just want to let you know that I'm feeling really overwhelmed with the house chores. It feels like I'm the one who's doing most of the chores lately. And I just don't think the system that we have is working. I would love it if we could share all of the chores equally. And that way it will take up less time, but everyone will feel like they're more involved and keeping the house clean and tidy. How does that sound? So what's happened here is we've used a lot of eyes, you know, so I'm feeling, it feels like I'm the one. I don't think, you know, I'd love to. This You're saying I, you're not putting the blame. You're not saying, why don't you do chores? You didn't vacuum last week. You're taking responsibility for it. And then you're just saying, how does that sound to you? You know, what what do you think we could do here? You're not... I guess you're not really opening it up for them to get defensive and say, oh, but 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 I did I, I did the chores a month ago or I do do them or whatever. It's like that's not the point here. The point is just to share how we're feeling and then to come to a resolve. Something I want to say here is that you can never, please, if this is you, can you please stop doing this? You can never say always to a person. You always leave the empty toilet roll on. You always always leave the light on at night time you always drink the water and don't fill it up from beside the bed that is not okay and that is blaming and a person will take that to heart right when you say always when it's happened once or twice that is really mean and a person will react to that so unless you want a person to react I suggest you don't say that a person always try and be specific and say you know the past week or I've noticed this has happened you know once or two times something like that just don't say always because you know it's not true always is quite often an exaggeration and it is something that is a big cause of arguments as well so like I said before throughout this whole crystal clear communication example is you want to keep it to I statements I is so powerful. If you can take responsibility instead of blaming and instead of saying you, 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 instead of attacking another person, you will have a better chance of coming to a resolve and getting a positive uh, situation or a positive outcome at the end of it. And that is what we want. I find the biggest thing with disagreements or you know when people aren't getting along and we have seasons of arguing ask yourself why are you arguing because to me quite often it is just two people who are trying to be right and is it really that important to be right or does being right And your desire to be right actually hurt you more because you're angry, you're frustrated, and you're upset. How would it feel if instead of trying to prove that you're right, you just let it go? My partner and I literally did this this morning. We were in bed and we were talking about going and picking something up that we've just bought off Trade Me. And we're talking about communicating with the um, seller. And I said, okay, cool. I'll tell him that we'll go buy it this week. 
And Liam said to me, no, it's next week. And I said, but it's Sunday. It's, you know, it's tomorrow. It's it's this week. And grammatically, he's probably right. But he says to me, babe, we've, we've talked about this before. And I think we just both agree to disagree. Let's not get into this again. I said, sweet, done. And that was it. <laughs> because neither of us cared to prove that we were right you know and I know that's something small and you might not think that's a really big deal but if you think about where a lot of your arguments start they're actually quite little things you know they don't always start as these big things they start with something little so if you can have that concept in your mind of hold on is this just you and I trying to prove that we're right and this is why this is going around and around in circles? Because if that's the case, I don't really care that much about being right over my happiness. I would rather be happy and be content and have this relationship carry on than be angry because you won't hear that I am right. And also in that, there was a really important lesson and some growth there for you as well. When I was a kid, I used to see my parents argue and knowing this concept now of proving that you're right, I just wonder if, you know, my parents had seen this or or knew this tool, if they wouldn't have argued so much because it doesn't really matter who's right or wrong, right? (laughs) This is my view anyway. So there you have it. I've shared with you this beautiful tool, Crystal Clear Communication, and so many other goodies in there as well. Making sure that you're using I statements. Don't say always to a person. Remember that there is a mirror. The people around you that you are communicating with, they are a mirror of you for better or for worse. There is something in that. And if you can pull out or if you feel like you can see what the mirror is trying to show you, you might actually be able to let go of some of the struggles you have around communication because you will see that they are not actually the issue. There is actually no issue here. It was just an opportunity for you to learn, hey, Janelle, you are really bad at overreacting. And this is showing up right now because something super small has come to your attention and you're flying off the handle. That is the mirror trying to show me the tool that I need to learn, you know, that I need to grow and I need to overcome my constant reactions. And I would say that that is something that I learned based on what I saw when I was younger. So everything really is a full circle here. Now, just before we close off, I've got one more thing. So in sharing crystal clear communication, you might be one of these people that thinks that's not enough. I need to know more. I need to know specifically how every single situation, every single person will be different. Okay. So I'll share one example. Um, A few weeks ago, I was negotiating with my boss and I um, got quite upset in this phone call. So I was very happy when the discussion came to an end. But what happened after that is I realized that I hadn't actually said everything I needed to say. And so even though I was scared and I was upset and I wasn't very happy with the discussion we were having, I knew that I needed to pick up the phone again and I needed to carry on the conversation. And it wasn't an argument at all. It was just two people trying to share things that they've noticed lately. But I hadn't shared everything. And that's not fair. Because if I kept it 
just as is you know the half-assed discussion we'd have we had we had had because I was upset and you know he was kind of frustrated then the resolution that we would have come to wouldn't have been the right one for either of us because I was still holding back I still had more that I needed to share and so what I did is I picked up the phone and I said hey I have more to say and he said great go for it and then I shared the rest that I had to share and I literally shared by saying I I feel this I need this I'm looking for this and so how that was met is that was met with a okay now I need to go and think about this and since then we've had many other discussions and you know I just think if I hadn't have called him back I wonder where things would be at because me getting vulnerable even though I was upset and I was quite overwhelmed me realizing no you can't leave it like this you've actually got to share your peace I suppose um that has given us a whole different direction of where we've been able to take this so Every single communication that you have with a different person is going to look a different way and I cannot give enough examples to share what that would be like for you but I would love to help you if you are in a situation and you need help you are stuck and you don't know how to communicate with a certain person get in touch with me I would love to work with you in some way to help you through this to help you practice the tools to enhance your own communication and your own confidence because if you can communicate properly with those around you if you feel like you can get vulnerable and if you feel like you are being proactive not reactive all the time to what's going on around you you are going to feel so much stronger in yourself and in your life and in your future and what's not to love about that So before I go, I know that was a full loop circle, but before I go, I've got one more um, aspect that you can use when you are practicing crystal clear communication. Now, this aspect is called nonviolent communication. It's a four part model. So how you would start your crystal clear communication with another person is by using this framework. So now I'm going to talk you through the four part model. Part one is observations. What is it that you are observing others saying or doing? This is the thing that is kind of annoying you, you know. It's something they're doing that you do like or don't like or something that they're not doing that you do like or don't like. What is that observation? The second part is feelings. How do you feel when you observe this action? What feelings does it stir up in you? And the third part is needs. What need do you have that is connected to the feelings you've identified? In terms of needs, this can be something like being seen or being heard. You know, it could be those emotional needs, things that um, are installed in us when we're young, right? Could be our values, our beliefs. What needs is this bringing up in you? And the fourth part of the nonviolent communication model is request. Is there something that you are wanting from the other person? as a request that can help to solve this or to move forward from this okay so again the four-part model observations feelings needs request oh okay let's get an example of this so I'm just going to talk through the four things right now observing you're talking to your partner you're saying hey I just have been observing that for the past two or so weeks 
when you get home from work, instead of coming and chatting to me, you just go straight through the lounge, you throw all of your stuff down on the ground in a heap, and then you walk into the dining room, you turn the TV on, and you sit down and you just watch TV for about three hours. And when you do this, I feel like you don't care about coming and saying hi to me. I feel like you don't want to see me at the end of your day. And the needs that this brings up for me, are my needs to be loved and to connect, especially at the end of the day when we've just been apart for, you know, 10 or so hours. So I would love to hear what you think about, you know, when you get home from work, how nice it would be just to chat and have a conversation have a hug and a kiss even if it's just for 10 minutes and then from there you can go on and do whatever you want to do and I will as well and and I just think that would be really nice what do you think about that so that there was literally one they made up on the spot but you can see how it's moving through those four stages you've got the observing you've got the feelings you've got the needs and then you've got the request the observation was that they come straight home from work, throw their stuff down on the ground and go and watch TV. The feelings were feeling really essentially unloved and like you've been ignored, you know. And the need there is knowing that you need to feel connected to your partner and you need to feel like you are being loved. The request is, hey, can we just have 10 minutes when you get home from work just to have a quick catch up and a chit chat and then you can go on and do whatever you want to do. So from there, hopefully that gives you a nice little framework. This is actually a tool that I've really recently learned. So that's why I'm only just spending the last little bit on it. It is something that I am now just starting to integrate into my own crystal clear communication. So I'll have to give you an update as time goes on um, as to how this tool works for me. But I think this tool is really good in every kind of situation you know whether that's your partner whether that's a family member um your family you might have been observing that they haven't come to family functions it makes you feel like they don't want to be part of this family and it brings up your needs for being connected to your blood relatives and the request is hey can you try to put in a little bit more effort or hey is there anything I can do to make it easier for you to be able to come along to our family gatherings. You know, you can seriously use observe feelings, needs, request quite simply once you understand what they all mean. And I've obviously previously already talked about this throughout the episode of the examples of what it means to observe and and connecting with those feelings and then connecting with the needs that are attached to those feelings and then adding that request on as well. So these are all beautiful beautiful tips and tools that you can use when you are trying to grow your skill of communication and like I said before if you want to get better at this and you're struggling get in touch with me I would love to help you I'm currently taking on new one-to-one clients I'm really excited to be able to um, throw this offering out there to help you to seriously evolve yourself and to grow your connection to yourself grow your confidence and get you to become the woman that you really want to be you know she might be the person that you've been before and you loved being in that place in your life but something's happened or you know it's been 10 15 years and you haven't felt like her for a long time get in touch with me I would love 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 to help you thank you for listening I hope that you have a wicked week and I can't wait to catch you back here next week for another episode